Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, Abundant Soul. I am so excited for today's episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And let's be honest, I invited Emily the Medium because I personally was so excited to find someone who connect with spirit babies. Couple of years ago, I personally found a book and literally I don't know how it came to my hands. If it was recommended, we know like, whatever we are meant to be facing, we'll be facing and and, and having it. Um, the book of Spirit Babies. And it was so beautiful because that was before my even first pregnancy. Before I was first pregnant, I read the book Spirit Babies and it was so beautiful on how to call in the spirit baby. And then I experienced miscarriage with my twins. Mm. So being able to read about miscarriages from the book Spirit Babies was amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, I need this outer on my, you know, on my podcast. There are more women who feel like this, who want to connect with the spirit babies who are coming or the spirit babies who never make it to the earth side because, you know, I experienced both. And he passed away 12 years yeah. ago. I'm like, how dare you? Like, I, I know. I need to speak with someone. So Emily, I am so grateful not only to have you here today, but for your work that you are really doing, specializing on helping families to connect with their babies, to their children. I feel like it's so priceless because it brings so much needed comfort and understanding and after I lost my, you know, my my babies, my twins last year, that was the first thing that I did. I'm like, I need to speak with psychic. I need to understand. So I'm curious, like what led you onto this path? Why babies? And tell us a little bit more about if someone is listening and they're like, spirit, what? Like, listen, my yeah. clients and, and my listeners, <laughs> I know they are. But maybe somebody is just finding this podcast for the first time. This is their first episode. They're not so much in the spirit world. What are spirit babies too? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing your experience. I just love to hear people's stories of how, you know, they get to, they come into the, the concept of, you know, connecting with the energy of our children after loss, during pregnancy, preconception. So it's, it's really amazing uh, for me to hear. And to answer your question, you know, like you said, why babies? Um, I think it, it, it really wasn't the way I started my practice. I really was a traditional medium. I was doing traditional mediumship work and psychic work. I was working with people who had questions about their relationships and their jobs and their partners and all these kinds of things. And I was also working with people who, you know, were looking to connect with their loved ones, right? And so it's kind of 
what happened, and I, I've told this story many, many, many times, but basically I had um, a, a spirit baby come in a reading and I didn't know that that's what that was. I didn't even have that terminology at that time. Um, it, I actually thought this was a deceased child of this person who had been here and lived and then passed away. I was really actually quite confused. And so it took a little bit of back and forth and realizing, wow, this child was never actually technically here physically. She had she had um, been here and then exited in a miscarriage. She still has this personality and this energy and she's still around her and her family. And so it really took me some time to kind of go, maybe there's something more to this. Maybe there's this actually happens for not just this person, but this can actually happen for all kinds of people who are having these experiences, they're having miscarriages, or, you know, they are trying to conceive that these energies are actually around us as we are in these processes. And so from there, from that very first experience, the floodgates kind of just opened. And I was getting like, I would show up and expect to talk to a past loved one. And instead, I would be talking to someone's child who wasn't born yet. <laughs> it kind of really like, like any good thing, it really found me, it was not my intention, I really did not have it in my consciousness and so then of course I found the book Spirit Babies I realized this is actually a thing like this is this this is there's a book that's been written on this and found out the same way that you did that oh my gosh this man is no longer in the physical world I would have loved to have talked to him <laughs> um you know and I, I can in a different way but you know what I mean yeah. so to answer the second part of your question what are spirit babies you know I, I think that that's that's the terminology that I think most people are comfortable or familiar with and what it means is that we have the ability to communicate with the energies of our children no matter where we're at on our journey so whether we are preconception and we're looking to have children in the next you know two three four five years whether we are currently in the process of actively trying to conceive and we're interested in connecting with the energies of our children while we're doing that, whether we've suffered a loss, a miscarriage or a stillbirth, and we're interested in connecting to the soul who was connected to that. While we're pregnant, we can talk to them then. And we can even actually continue to talk to them very well, actually post-birth, because they're still very much in this kind of higher space. And so it's really the, the concept is just that we can connect with these energies just as we can connect with, um, you know, our loved ones or with a, uh, with a with a guide or a teacher or someone that we loved and cared for while they were here, the energy is really just the same. The only difference is that this person just hasn't necessarily been physical yet, but they're trying to. They're, they're trying to make their way in. So that's how I would describe it. Another term that I have for it is kind of my own term that I've used and thrown around a little bit. It's just incoming souls. This is a soul that is on its way in. It's coming in. Um, so I think there's different ways to kind of relate to it, but that's how I would define a spirit baby. That is so beautiful. And I also love, Emily, how you're sharing. It was not my intention. It came to me yeah. because I feel like many of my clients who come to me, they're like, I know I have many gifts, but I don't know exactly like what it is that I'm meant to be doing or like, how can I really focus on this? And I really feel like what's meant for you cannot miss you. It will come to you and it will come to you in a different ways and scenarios. And and so how many years you are doing this, like since that first spirit baby that came or? Counting. Uh, 26, six years, six years. Um, that first yeah. That yeah. is so beautiful. And I'm really curious, like, do, and, and, you know, like, I feel like I know the answer, yeah. but I, I still get to ask, like, do you enjoy this? I do. You know? I it, really do. It's yeah. like it, it, talking to babies. Like if I can imagine the part of like 
excited parents who are calling in the spirit, but it's exciting. What about the souls that never made it to the earth side? How do you feel about, and what is your experience with, you know, miscarriage or abortion? Yes. Yeah. Two big topics. And, you know, I, I, to answer your question, I really do enjoy this, this work. It's so beautiful and so fulfilling. Although of course, not always easy. I mean, I work with all kinds of different people from people who are able to conceive on the first try to people who have been trying to conceive for 15 years, you know, and have had multiple miscarriages in that period of time. And so, you know, I think that I'm, I'm really passionate about helping people no matter where they're at. And especially the people who are kind of like, is this ever even going to happen for me? Do I, should I even, you know, continue to keep going? Right. Um, and so, you know, working with families who have experienced a loss, such as a miscarriage, you know, there's a very different energy often that people are coming in with. And that energy is they're usually very confused. They're heartbroken. They don't know why that happened. They felt usually very connected to the energies that they felt that were here with them. Um, and a lot of them are just wondering, will I be able to conceive again? And sometimes they're also wondering, will those energies come back to me? Because I felt so connected to them. And so usually when, you know, I'm, I'm holding kind of people's emotion because it's very important for them to feel like their experience is valid and it's it's real and this is this is this is very challenging um and also working with the spirit babies usually when i'm going up to talk with them they're not carrying the same sort of human emotion as we are because they really still are kind of free of their physical bodies and so usually they're on this mission of really just trying to help their parents understand what happened they're on this mission of trying to help them understand how much they love them and that they didn't want to leave but they had to for whatever reason they're on this mission of trying to bring peace and healing back into their hearts and to send them signs and symbols that's a beautiful thing that souls that um, didn't make it here will try to do is they'll be like hey I'm going to send you this like look for that and then parents will get to see that and be like wow that's them they're really communicating with me they are still around they haven't gone anywhere and maybe they are trying to make their way back in so that's one side of it from the abortion side very much the same you know they're trying to kind of bring peace and comfort and um and healing to the parents sometimes there also is a little bit of kind of reassurance or love or healing that's needed for these souls as well where they kind of have to they're, they're able to have a chance to kind of go i really wanted to be here but i understand that it wasn't the right time for you and i respect that and I, I you know there's sometimes some processing that needs to happen for them as well which is very natural and we can kind of help facilitate that for the parents as well where it's kind of like hey this soul really just needs to hear that you love them and that, um, you know, it just wasn't the right time, but maybe there will be another right time for them in the future, you know? So I, I think for the most part, it's really these energies who really have this big, big kind of bird's eye view, right? They've got this big picture perspective. Um, and sometimes we are down here and it's hard to kind of see everything. It's hard to see everything 360 degrees because, you know, we have these, we're able to feel so deeply. And there's so many parts of this, this earth experience that can be so challenging, but usually these energies are kind of like, Hey, let's recenter, let's ground, let's, um, come back into this connection, this beautiful connection that we have. So often what they're offering is just so much love and, um, and healing, which is really beautiful. That's really, really beautiful. And I love hearing that. And you know, I'm really curious because, you know, you're doing this for so many years and I bet you had so many clients who came to you for what are some examples like when the spirit babies like decide not to come through, you know, through the miscarriage, yep. what are some things that you see in as common, you know, that are happening? Why would so 
you know, come, make their parents love them and daily. Yeah. And of course, not always, you know, yeah. we even know that we were pregnant. Sometimes it happens really, you know, soon. And women can think that they are just having, you know, more crampy period. Sometimes yeah. it's unplanned and maybe even unwanted. So I'm not saying that all of the babies that come are loved and we miss them. You know, that was my experience. Yeah. But what do you see are like some of the most common reasons of miscarriage when it's like the spiritual side yes absolutely and of course you know we're going to touch mostly on the spiritual spiritual side but of course there are physical you know reasons that miscarriage can happen which sometimes it is sometimes i talk to a spirit baby and they're sort of like it just wasn't there was a there was something just not quite right in the physical level and i had to leave and i'll be right back usually those are the situations where those you know the next cycle that person will conceive again and then they'll be able to bring their child in you know from a spiritual perspective what i have found is that the um the the potential i guess reasons for miscarriage they're they're really so individual and i've been able to find that there are some that are kind of that can be shared experiences between souls but then there's some where i'm always try i always have to stay flexible keep my mind flexible because you know the second you think i've got it all figured out and i know all of the possible reasons that a miscarriage could occur i mean it just never happens and then you meet a soul that's like actually no there's a totally different reason for why this happened so you know i would say the the, the first one is that sometimes these energies will kind of come down to have a brief experience um and 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 actually they don't intend to carry through with the whole pregnancy they're there to have a very specific a very brief experience some for some energies they're just getting used to what it feels like to bring their energy into this body and to bring their energy into the mother's body and to kind of like feel that out and get used to it and kind of go okay this is what it's like. This is how it feels. And I'll try again, you know, next time when I feel more confident, sometimes it can be, you know, they need more time. Sometimes they kind of go and they say, okay, I think I'm going to come. And then they come and it's like, whoa, this is way too much. And I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I don't know if I can do this. And I need a little bit more time. Um, and so I've had lots of energies communicate that, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry I came. I thought I was ready. And then I got here and I realized I actually wasn't ready, you know, um, so that is is a big one. Um, also, our own timing as well. You know, I think sometimes when when women or families get a positive pregnancy test, it can really catalyze and bring up a lot of experiences and emotions that maybe they weren't expecting. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Like, I definitely don't want to give the impression that like you can you can you manifested your miscarriage or anybody manifested their miscarriage in any way, shape or form. It's just sometimes there are things that that happen after the conception has already occurred, you know, and that can happen in a very short period of time as well, where it's sort of like things can change just very rapidly from the point of conception to let's say a miscarriage at five or six weeks. You know, I know that seems like such a short period of time. How could things change so so drastically in that period of time? But they can because it's not only a huge moment for the parents, especially first time parents, but it's also this massive moment for the soul. And that's what I like to remind parents as well is like, remember, this is this is this is a baby coming into the world, but this is also a soul deciding to hopefully have an 80 to 90 year incarnation. This is a big deal. This is a big thing, right? And so some of them just need a little bit of practice and time and reassurance and um, and this sort of thing before they can really commit to their full kind of experience. So those are just a couple of, um, of reasons. I would say the only other thing I would add in terms of miscarriage is that sometimes there is a 
learning experience that comes from a miscarriage for a family where they are able to kind of go into something that maybe they wouldn't have been able to go into before, whether that is, you know, I've heard so many people, I restructured my life after my miscarriage, I changed everything, I quit my job, I, you know, um, cut down on work, I took more naps, I, you know, prioritize self care more. So there's, there's this kind of initiatory process that I think can happen from a miscarriage as well. Although that's not true for every person. I have seen that happen Mm. for, for a lot of people. Yeah. And it, you know, it even makes me like Thierry, Emily, I can like deeply resonate with that um, because I feel like that's what happened that I have learned so much with those two beautiful souls. You know, I have learned so much and I just became even more unapologetic. And, you know, I just realized when I got pregnant that like my, my body image issue, like rise up, you know, and um, the finances, like, can I really do this? Will I, you know, will I be able to stay with the baby and like so much questioning. So like you said, it's not like we manifested it. But I feel like sometimes the souls, they want to give us also more space, more space for them to get ready, for us to get ready. And I truly believe it's a divine timing. And it's something that I would never, ever want anyone to experience because it's it's like there is such a deeper like understanding and seeingness of each other when you did experience that. Um, it's like a different kind of bond. Uh, but like I said, I would never want this for any woman to happen. But when it does, know you're not alone. Yeah. Know that you are supported. Know that there is, it sucks. Trust me. I, I was depressed the first few months, you know, but there truly is a reason to everything that is happening because it's happening for us. I am so much more present mother. I'm so much more like loving and caring. And I I just, I am like so much more bolder because of my daughter and because of what I experienced um, that I'm really thankful, even though it was really painful experience, like physically and emotionally. And I'm curious for our listeners, Emily, if there are women who want to connect with their spirit babies who like you know maybe they're not so woo woo and they're like well i don't know how to talk to spirits like how can you call in or communicate with the babies that you want to call in whether it's your first or fifth one right like how can you how can you communicate with them and how can you call them in Yes. Great question. Well, I think if we were to look at this very simply, again, like you said, for somebody who maybe is not, you know, doesn't consider themselves spiritual or this sort of thing, is that really the thing that I notice so often is that usually people's spirit babies have already been communicating with them sometimes for a very long time. I talked to a woman the other day who her spirit babies had actually been working with her since she was six years old and she was in her mid twenties, you know, so they've usually been around for a while and they've been trying to make contact for a while. So sometimes all it can take for somebody who doesn't really feel like doing a big, you know, ceremony or they don't really feel like doing anything crazy is just sort of saying, I know you're around and I'm open to connecting, you know, just saying that out loud, writing it down or seeing it in our minds can really open up the field of possibility to so many things, whether it be a dream, whether it be somebody has a dream on your behalf, whether it be, you know, you and your partner have chosen a name for one of your future children. And all of a sudden you're seeing that name everywhere, you know, or you meet somebody at the store the next day who has that time, you know, your future child's name or this sort of thing. So I think really very simply, like at the baseline level, just saying, I know you're around acknowledging their presence because they are. And 
also then opening yourself, your mind and your heart and your perspective up to the different ways that they could be communicating with you. And I know it sounds simple, but I have seen this work time and time and time again, where people go, oh my gosh, I'm communicating with them. They sent me this and I got this dream and I got this. And it's really quite amazing how quickly they can initiate communication after Mm -hmm. all we have to do is just acknowledge them and then open ourselves up to it. So that's very simple, but it works. That's amazing. And you know what I'm, I'm, what I'm hearing, it's like you said something like there are there. What if they're not? Yeah. What if you're not the meant to like, what if that's not meant for you to be a physical parent of your baby? And what if, how would you know the difference? Like I'm communicating it because I see feathers everywhere or 11, 11 everywhere. Or Mm -hmm. if you're making it up because you so desperately desire to have a baby. Yeah. Great question. So my belief is that 99.9% of the people who have a desire on their mind and their heart to be a parent will have that happen. Now, sometimes we take very different paths that we maybe wouldn't prefer to take. You know, we have to look into adoption or surrogacy or sperm donors or egg donors or this sort of thing. And so I think sometimes we are guided, you know, some people are guided to look beyond just conceiving, you know, naturally. So that's a a possibility. Um, Like what I will say, honestly, is that 90, but I would say, 98 to 99% of the people that I tune in for always have energies around them. Now, this could just be the kinds of people that I'm working with. Most people are interested. They want to be parents. And so there's energies that are coming in and that are around them. Um, But, and and the other thing I'll add on to that is that I also believe that planet earth and especially earth at this time is a very coveted place to be. And so there's no shortage of energies who are trying to have an experience here. And so it's my belief that if we have this desire and we have this um, this feeling, you know, it's a feeling. I, I, I feel that I am going to be a parent, and we can kind of go in and out of that throughout our lives too. I talked to a lot of people who are like, never thought I wanted children. All of a sudden, I woke up one day, and you're right, yes. All of a sudden, I woke up one day, and that was all I could think about, and that was it really became very, very prominent in my consciousness. And so that's another thing too. I think it's like each person is so unique. Their timing, their journey is so unique in terms of when they wake up to the idea that they want children and how that process unfolds. And, you know, I've worked with lots of people who tried to conceive for many, many years until they finally, you know, put themselves on an adoption list and they brought their first child in through adoption. And they're like, I, this is, this is the child that I was meant to raise. Like, this is my child. And if I had continued trying another way, I may, might not have been able to be the mother to this, to this child that I could have been, you know, or I wouldn't have been available for them because I was trying to do something else. And so I really think there is this kind of um, beautiful divine orchestration along this journey. And I, I do believe that if you have this desire, if you have this feeling on your heart, I think I am meant to be a parent. I know I'm meant to be a parent. Um, or I think I will want to be a parent one day, even that, um, that there are most likely 98 to 99% energies around those people. Oh, I love that so much, you know, and, and something that my mentor says, uh, your desires are divine. Yeah. So if you have a desire to be parent, it's just, sometimes it can look different than what we planned and just surrendering and and asking like, what else? What else is possible? What else is out there? Because sometimes we're so stuck in our way, like it has to be this way and this time. And like, I was trying to, you know, like conceive and have a baby. So it's like uh, a Taurus or Gemini because I know how to deal with them. You know, I'm like, I don't know what to deal. 
And then I almost got a Virgo. I'm like, oh my God, I, I like Virgos, like my worst experiences, my stepfather, <laughs> my ex-husband, like my oh. aunt who didn't talk to me for 10 years, team member who like quit and never talked to me back, like, like mm -hmm. the most challenging people. And then our daughter like decided to come like one week earlier. So she's Leo. So I'm thankful to her. I'm like, I never had a Leo, but you know, like at least we don't ever but it's so interesting like how we try to manage and micromanage the universe instead of trusting like i'm on my divine timeline it's happening for me and and you know like really trusting emily there is i could be sitting here with you literally like five <laughs> hours and still have things to talk and ask mm -hmm. and i want to be really respectful of your time but for those who are in 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 that space of like calling in their babies or maybe they you know lost baby souls or someone who wants to because you also mentioned and we didn't even touch in that really quickly i touched on that you also said that you can connect with the soul of babies who were born who don't like talk yet so you can how do you yep. i mean like it's like stupid question <laughs> like how do you do that but i'm like uh, yeah. like what yeah. does it say like how is that i'm like now i want to know what sophia thinks you know right well this is what i mean by i'm continuously getting my mind and my perspective expanded right because it's like this evolution of consciousness where it's like okay i can talk to the baby's preconception and then it was like okay i can talk to the babies who have you know who who didn't make it here physically and then it's like oh i can talk to babies while they're in utero and then it's like i can talk to babies postpartum so and really what i believe is that it's just that especially when we're nonverbal, especially when children are still little and before they're talking that their communication is primarily usually with the mother it's you know through body language and sound and um you know and and, and really this kind of energetic connection between mother and baby right but then i believe that there's also you know this telepathic connection where they're kind of using their minds um to communicate and they're sending us signals and that's why mothers are you know usually it's sort of like you know the mom who's like oh baby's awake and it's like how did you know that there's no monitor about well the baby's sending you the signal mentally right you're kind of getting it you're like oh i have to go get them you're there awake and your husband's like what no they're not they're not even crying and you go into the room and the baby's awake right so and that's that's the telepathic connection and so children are really just able to continue to communicate um telepathically and really this can exist even beyond when they start speaking verbally and this sort of thing they can continue to communicate that way but that's basically how how, how it happens um it's it's very kind of mind to mind basically we can create kind of a yeah cool i love that emily i love yeah. that for you i feel like it's so beautiful and i'm so inspired by your work and by your i don't want to even call it work i feel like it's a calling you know it's a okay. mission to support these families so for those families wherever they are whether they already have the baby whether they're calling in the baby whether they lost the baby and they're really i i know i did I was looking for a reason. And if I like, I, I know that a lot of women, they look at like, what did I do wrong? What like, what should I do differently? For those who want to connect with you and go deeper, what are some ways like where they can connect with you online? And what are some ways that people can work with you? Yeah, thank you. Great question. So um, I, you know, this has been the thing over the last few years, especially my work has really um, expanded, which I'm so grateful for. And because of that, I have this wait list that is like five to six years long. It would take me five years to just complete it for readings, which is just wild. I would have never expected. So, you know, I've had to change little bits of how I've started to kind of offer things to my community. And, you know, I do every couple of months, I do reading lotteries where people can have a chance 
to get a reading. So um, that's, I can give you all the information of how they can get connected to that. I also wrote a book because I really wanted people to be able to access this information. You know, if they weren't able to get a reading or if they weren't able to connect with any other part of my work that they would have this book, they could go on Amazon and get it. So it's called A Cosmic Bond, Communicating with Your Spirit Babies from Preconception to Birth. And it covers everything, pretty much everything we talked about here, going a little bit more into depth in some areas. But it's, it is a great resource for anybody wherever they're at on their journey. Um, I also do these events called Superconscious Conception Events for people who are looking to connect and be in community with other families and other people who are either on the conception journey or are pregnant. And um, I just launched actually a course as well, a preconception course, conception course for people who are looking for support in their conscious conception journey. So those are just a few um, touch points. Uh, best place to connect is just always on Instagram. I'm on, I'm always there and sharing lots of um, great stories. And that's the other thing too, I would just say for anybody who's listening to this and they're like, wow, you know, I want that connection or I'm interested in that, or I, this is so beautiful, or I'm interested in this kind of concept. You know, I'm, I'm always sharing things on there, stories from people that I work with or stories from people who, you know, conceived against all odds. They were told that they would never be able to conceive and they did, you know, or they would never be able to get pregnant again after a miscarriage and they did. Um, and so share lots of stuff around that on there. So would love to connect with some of your, your community there. Thank you so much. I love everything you're creating, Emily. So thank you for being here and thank you for what you're creating in the world. Thank you so much.